Hey team, welcome back to the Waterlad Podcast and what a week it has been. So many unreal guests coming up over the next few weeks, starting with this lad today. And if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to be a lad, head over to waterlad.com and go and get yourself some merch. If not for yourself, well then they make damn good Christmas presents as well. Who wouldn't want a lad cap on Christmas morning? There's also Waterlad Coffee, which goes down a treat and plenty of other great stuff on that website, so go and check it out. But there is a very laddish yarn about to happen, so let's get to it. Well, today, guys, I'm lucky enough to be joined by one of the biggest lads to ever come on the podcast, standing at well over two metres tall and potentially one of the strongest men in the game. He's put all those attributes to great use over the years while starring for the Tasman Marco, the Highlanders, and, of course, the New Zealand Māori. Unfortunately, he has just picked up a very serious knee injury, but he will be back and he'll be better than ever. He is one of the game's greats. It is the big man himself, Putty, Putty Parkinson. Welcome, horse. Oh, cheer, brother. Cheer, brother. Bro, my voice is croaky. <laughs> But yours is even croakier than mine. Uh, it's been a big couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, how has the last few days been? No, it's been some good days. Eh? Um, some pretty dusty finishes and some <laughs> crawling over the line, but we've got there in the end. Were you ever in doubt with your injury? Because obviously you got injured a couple of weeks ago and you've just had surgery. So um, was that ever a reason to not attend the mad few oh, days? Yeah, um, there was a few times there where I was thinking of just packing it and then going home, but then it just peer pressure got to me, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to stick around and ride this out. <laughs> but the foot is looking incredibly swollen yeah, right now. Old thing, eh? How's it feeling? Is it sore? No, nah, it feels chubby as, eh? I've yeah. been my toes and stuff, and I feel all the swelling moving around. No, like, nah, that's no good to me. <laughs> is the knee sore? Uh, no, nah, it doesn't actually hurt, eh? Like, nothing hurts. Everything's put back in place. It's just kind of waiting now for everything to heal, so I can yeah. start training again. True, man, that was tough, and that was a that was a real tough watch. That injury, like, man, I I suck at watching those things, but that one was one of the worst. It looked yeah, looked painful. What was it like when it actually happened out there? Um, oh, the whistle kind of went as I, I stopped and just stood there. Then Anton swung around the tackle on Pete, and when he hit my knee, I felt everything crunch, and I looked down, and I could see my neck, my foot sticking out the side of his body, like from the underneath his body. Oh. And I was like, no, it's no good. <laughs> I was trying to tell the, I was trying to tell Doc, but I, all that came out it was. Nothing, nothing you could do, like, do anything with. I was real gutted though because they didn't give me the whistle. I wanted oh, the whistle. Sure. Away. I've never tried that whistle before. I've yeah. just heard good things about it. You know, but they didn't give it to me though, and then they tried to like, I was trying to put my weight on them to walk off because I knew everything was gone. I, yeah. I saw my, my foot out on an angle. <laughs> and the, the, the dock and stuff were just like, no, you can't put your body weight on us. You can't carry. I can't carry myself. What do you want me to do with this thing? It's just no good to me. True. How come you didn't get the stretcher? No, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> after I got up, I didn't want to lie back down and be like, no, come on, get me a stretcher. I was like, okay, just just get through this and get to the sideline. <laughs> oh, mate, you're too tough for your own good. Yeah, probably not the smartest thing, but <laughs> too much pride in it. I can't let my ego be damaged. I'll lie back down and jump on the stretcher. So what's the outcome from the injury? Like, what's the actual diagnosis of it? 
Uh, was all the all the ligaments are ACL, PCL, MCL, um, damaged the meniscus. I don't actually know what a meniscus is. That was just one of the things <laughs> that the doctor said. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, so he ran me through all that. I, I, I'll be honest, I wasn't doing much listening because yeah. I was like, I know it's bad. I know it's bad. I know you can fix it. So I've I've got faith in you. You do your thing. Yeah. Went into day surgery and woke up, and then it was all on you. I was, I was still I was still on morphine though. So I, I started being a hero. And like, yeah, I can't feel it. I'm gonna walk around. You know? You know, you get real crazy after, when you like how you asked me to be on here, and I was like, just out of surgery, I was high as a kite. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I can do anything. Gordon, when he was vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was a man walking around on my leg right after surgery, and the nurses were like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Get back in bed, you clown. Yeah, because the surgeon, even the report said that you told him that you're bulletproof and yeah, you'll be yeah, back before yeah. 12 months. Oh, yeah. Oh, he told me that 12 months, and I was like, there's no chance. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not taking 12 months, that's just silly. How long do you reckon it's going to take, yeah? Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping nine, so hopefully nine I'll months. be back for next Tassie season. Oh, um, yeah. No, fingers crossed. Well, that's what I, I sort of did the same thing last year with my ankle reconstruction. I yeah. Just, I tried to rush it a bit and then I ended up hurt, like damaging it. <laughs> instead of instead of like a six month return to play it turned into seven so hopefully oh, I don't true. try and come back to don't seven and turn it far. into 14 <laughs> yeah. but shit it would be good to have you back for the next Tassie season oh it would be good to be back mm. and you spoke about your ankle injury you've had a pretty tough run with injuries eh? so you missed all of last season yeah, because of yeah. the ankle how did that one happen um no, it was, it was like a Thursday training. It was the last round of Super Rugby. Yep. I think we were scheduled to face the Canes. Oh, and yeah. um, obviously, you know, you're scrumming. There's a lot of weight in a scrum. And I, I don't actually know what happened because there's sort of been little niggles on and off because I did the original injury in, with the Moldy All Blacks oh, in yeah. 2019. And um, I came down from a line out, hit someone's foot and just tweaked, like rolled over on it. Mm-hmm. And I rehabbed it, managed to make it through Tassie season. So I thought I was, you know, in the clear. And obviously, we had quarantine. Went recovered it even more so I was like oh sweet I'm, you know, I'm good to go and it was a random Thursday before the training and I just went to load up in a scrum and then I don't know what happened but something sure. just tweaked and it just went bang and rolled over again so I pulled myself out of training and I was like, obviously no, that's no good but one more game I'll at least try front up for that and then pretty much didn't do anything captain's run and then I just started running around on it in the game and it took me all of about 20 minutes and then something happened and I was like nah this is not good oh, <laughs> this yeah. is not good to me um and just because it had been going on and on, I went and talked to the medical staff afterwards and I was like, Doc, is there anything like surgically you can do? Because I know like, that's not how an ankle's meant to feel. Something's yeah. wrong in there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, okay, well, we'll set you up with a specialist. We'll go send you to Mercy Hospital and um, they'll know what to do. They'll be better than us at doing it. So I was like, okay, sweet. Rocked up there with my missus and the PDM. And um, the dude took one look at it and I was like, I don't know how you've been walking on this, let alone playing footy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, well, I didn't know any better. So I didn't really click into what was really painful. That I was like, yeah, maybe you probably shouldn't be playing footy on this. All right. Too yeah. tough. For us, hey? <laughs> it's not a good thing. Those two season enders in two years is no good. Yeah. All right. So what was it like to recover from that? Um, yeah, no, nah, it, was, it was frustrating. I was I was. I was like if I could go back, I probably would have trained a bit harder. But, yeah. Um, I got told specifically from the surgeon, don't weight bear or anything, just because I don't really do much stuff in moderation. So yeah. If he was, like, was like, you can weight bear on it, I would have tried running up a hill yeah, and squatting yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. all this stupid stuff and just <laughs> broke it all again. 
But it, so he just said nothing, like no running, no weight bearing until next year. So obviously I missed the preseason build up. So mm. my fitness was so far behind. But oh, then yeah. just going back and thinking about it, like I could have done something like maybe jumped in the pool. Mm. Like you could do something, just take the weight out of it. Yeah. Just to build a good fitness base so that you're not coming in. Nothing. Miles yeah. behind everyone else, and you're just trying to play catch up with like half the preseason everyone else had. Yeah, it was no good. Well, you get another chance this time yeah, well, <laughs> to learn. It's not, not the kind of thing you want to practice. <laughs> though, but, oh no! And what do you like mentally? Just staying out of the game. Like, do you get pretty frustrated watching, or just? Oh, it was pretty frustrating. Watching that final was pretty frustrating. Oh yeah, even, yeah. even the semi. Oh, it's real highs and lows. There, like yeah. I, was, I was screaming and like. Had a bar full of people went through one that semi, <laughs> and I was just I was dead silent staring out to the car park at the, after the final. Like, no, it's no good for my blood pressure. So, what do you have? You got anything you want to achieve while you're out injured this time, or is it? Have you got a bit um, of a plan in place to how you're going to come back or what you're going to do during that time? Twelve months is a long time, eh? <laughs> or no, nine seven, months? Seven, for seven, you. No, <laughs> uh, no, I don't really know. I love it. It's, the situation has changed a bit. Like I've, always, I've got a kid on the way now, so oh, yeah. that's going to switch things up. It's going to look way different um, from last time. Where you know, all I'm really trying to worry about is make sure, making sure the dog doesn't get out. And I'm <laughs> still, still in bed trying to make sure Miller doesn't run away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't really have any goals. I just want to get back and do everything I can to get back at that seven month slash nine month mark, and mm. somewhere in between there. So when's baby Jay? Um, April. Oh, I don't know yeah. specific dates. Eh? I'm hopeless with like the actual yeah, yeah, specific yeah. dates of things, but no, I'm, I'm just doesn't know. Do you know the sex? Nah, find out what's the date. Um, <laughs> You're like, shocking with dates. <laughs> find out in about a week. Oh, find true. Out in about a week. Yeah. What do you reckon? What's your gut say? <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, I think she's just she's swirling it around in the air. She's trying to get trying to get a girl. But, uh, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like having three girls in the house. Is just, it's, it's no good. I'll be sitting in the car just listening to the radio the whole time, <laughs> sports radio, just to hear another dude talk. <laughs> oh, mate, you're gonna be a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously your form was like you were on fire before you got injured. You came back. You were hissing for Tassie. Got defender of the year. Uh, was second in line for player of the year. Well, did you hear anything from the All Blacks? Was was there any word from the coaches or anything about how close you were or what you had um, to do to get in there? No, not really. Yeah, like, it was a weird topic to talk about because it's, it's like well, you almost sound better when you address it. But it's, yeah. it's always been my mindset since I was about sixteen. That like it's, it's not. Unless it's in, like right in front of you, don't really worry about it. Yeah. Like, I can't control what the selectors do to pick me. So it's like, why well, worry about a team I'm not in? Yeah. Right? And that's sort of well, the way I go about it. Like Obviously, it's different now, but I used to use like the comparison. You'd be like, well, I'll worry about it being a father if you're not a father. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't have a kid to worry about. It's obviously different now because yeah. I've got a kid on the way. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's used to be how I would explain it to people. I'd be like, you know, it's not, not something that's on my plate at the moment. So why would I, why would I be, why would I worry about it? You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't really any comms. They told me to get vaccinated, um, just in case. And oh, then, true. Yeah, yeah. So you were right in the line. Oh, I don't, I don't know how close. Yeah. They're more just like, oh, you know, there's a chance. Then yeah. just gave it a Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Probably just did it because I was to do it. I just, just tell him that he'll go get vaccinated. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, other than that, man, there wasn't much, there wasn't much comms, and then I didn't expect there would be because I mean, I haven't had comms previously, so I was like, yeah, well, that's mate, what it is. It's crazy, yeah, because mate, you've been on absolute fire, you can't be too far away from that frame, <laughs> surely. 
And are you confident that you'll be able to get back to your best or even better? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I before. I've, I've done this before now, a long rehab process. And yeah. I learned from the last one, so I can take those learnings into this one. And yeah. granted, this is probably a bit more serious of an injury, but at least yeah. now I know what the do's and don'ts are. Yeah. It was a pretty poor rehab with my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was a terrible rehab. <laughs> Mate, you might be off to the next Olympics as, an, as a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> With the amount yeah, of swimming uh, you're going to be doing. Oh, 100%. Or just do upper body. <laughs> I'll just have to do all upper body. Oh, mate. Like, you're massive. Like, how tall and how heavy are you? Uh, six, eight, 130. True, 130. How much size would you want to put on? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, well, I got up to 135, eh, but there was in that period where I was, I wasn't, I couldn't really run as oh, much. Yeah. So I was, I was just trying to gym and, you know, eat properly and just do that kind of stuff. And, um, so I came back at 135 and it was, it was terrible. I was couldn't like, carry yeah, it. No, sure. that five kgs makes so much difference. And I was just like, I can't, I can't really carry this. I'd run around for about 10 minutes and gas. <laughs> so 130 is your weight. I reckon, I, mm. I reckon I'll try and sit around there. If it, if it goes up too high, it'll be no good. Yeah. If I can just stay at the weight I'm at now. 130 is a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's massive. Oh, I love it. Anyway, mate, I'm pretty, um, keen to hear about what your life was like growing up we had a lot of questions about your life as a young putty putty so oh yeah beauty <laughs> mate give us a bit of an insight into um, um your well, like, yeah a lot of the people that i, I sort of yarn to um about it when i'm talking about when i was a kid i started off um yeah like most kiwis would have seen the movie boy like, yeah, the yeah, school yeah. Of well that was my school that was the oh, school was that? I went to yeah, actual I I grew up in the rural. Based on a true story of Paddy Paddy Parkinson. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish. I, did, I would have found all that money. It would have been a beauty. No, I'm, I grew up in, in Takaha. Um, I did like a, a little bit of primary school. I don't know. I don't really know what the, my, the thought was because I was raised by my nan. Yeah. But I travel from Takaha to Wanganui to go to primary school. at St. Marcelin's there. But... Um, I lived seven hours away, so obviously I wasn't at school a whole lot because yeah. if I went home, there was no chance I was going to come back to school. So it lasted, right. I don't even know, maybe a term when I went to about three days of school in the whole year. <laughs> so I was falling behind, to say the least. So she was like, no, well, okay, maybe I'm not doing this. We'll send them to Kokori down the road. So I started yeah. going there. And that was, that was pretty much my life. You know, wake up in the cold East Coast and yeah. – get on the school bus and go there. It was, it, it was similar to boy. Like that's sort yeah. of how everyone dressed. It was almost like 10 years behind the rest of New Zealand because <laughs> nothing really gets out there. No one, there's no like real big attractions out there. Yeah. It's just, you'll have to ask tea and bloody Kirsch. <laughs> there's not a whole lot going on down there. But it's, it's good living. It's not like, it's not a bad lifestyle. It's yeah. just, you know, it's old fashioned. The simple life. Yeah, yeah, right. simple, simple. How good. So when did you move in with your nan? Like what? Why were you living with your nan? No, well, I got a farm right out when I was real young. Um, that this happened like around birth. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit fuzzy on the whole whole thing, but my parents were separated when I was born. So yeah. I don't know what the whole story was there. You'd probably have to ask my brother because he's probably the only one who could remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once that happened, I I got funged out by my grandparents. So I got oh, my my, and my nan took me. So yeah. I was I was raised by them. And took your brother as well. No, my brother's staying nah. with my mum. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, was he yeah. older or younger? He's older. So oh, yeah. he's two years older than me. Um, but yeah, he stayed with my mum. I got found right out and then I was raised with my nan. And, oh, true. Yeah. Is it just the two of you? Oh, no, no. I got a, I got a younger sister too. Oh, yeah. Isabella. She was born after that, that whole thing and she stayed with my mum as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So it was just you by yourself with yeah. your nan. Yo. Oh, true. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, there's that much freedom, eh? <laughs> I got away with murder. I could do anything. <laughs> and then what were you like as a kid? Were you, did you get up to a nah, bit of trouble? I, I, I was, I'd, I'd go both ways, eh? I'd like, um, I was real shy, but I was also <laughs> a bit of an asshole too. Yeah. I used to, um, oh, remember, me and my brother, I don't know why, but, um, for some reason we got in our heads that it would be, be real cool to um start like a, a family turf war thing. <laughs> we, uh, we grabbed a big walk and he grabbed a bike helmet and some stick of some sort and we just ran around the neighborhood attacking the kids. <laughs> this was in Wanganui when we were real young and what I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. Like looking back now you can think that was stupid but um yeah we we used to do that and um the <laughs> well mum had our back though eh? she'd be like no, my kids wouldn't do that. The parents would come over and be like, your, your kids have been clowns. They're attacking ours with walks and all sorts of stuff. And they're like, no, they wouldn't do that. No, you're lying. Get out of here. And we would just be sitting there like trying to hide the walks around the corner. But like, no, no, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Just, shh, shh. Oh, hell, you guys are up to no good. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit of both. Though. Then, I was, then I'd like, well, then I don't know why. I got real shy when I was like seven. I can't remember why. I don't think anything happened. I just yeah. like, I got thrown into Rokokuri. Then I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm not by myself running around doing all sorts of stuff anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm actually in a classroom. This sucks. <laughs> I used to get in trouble in school just so they'd send me on a run so I could just run around the field. It used to be like the punishment there. Yeah, sure. you know, I don't know if they might have done it for you as well, but there was like a big field and a big track around the school. And if you got in trouble, they'd be like, go around the field. Around the field. And you're just I doing laps. Get, <laughs> yeah, I'd just get in trouble just so I could run around the field. Oh, you're so like, fat. <laughs> try to race myself. I just like, Run around again next time. Okay, I'm bored in class again. I'll throw a pencil at someone and then, oh, you go for a run. Okay, run around again. Just trying to time my laps. And when did rugby come in for you? Like, when did that pathway sort of? Um, well, I played like that real, um, like that young kind of rugby. You, know, you couldn't really call it rugby. Like, yeah. we would run standing upright and then just set them all and try and maul the whole way to the goal. I wasn't really, you know, you just kind of had boots and a shirt on. Yeah. It wasn't really rugby. So there, I played for the final up and we won one game in like four years. No, and no one was really invested in it. It was just kind of something to do for the kids. But then I stopped playing rugby for a long time um, until high school. And then I started I started doing like kickboxing for a little oh, bit yeah. and like jujitsu. Um just didn't really stick. I then there was a sort of the same thing. I was trying to do too much stuff at once. Yeah. So I ended up um, playing rugby for a little bit for under 15s. And I was rubbish. Were you massive? Yeah, I was, but I was real gumby. So oh, I, like, yeah. I, got, I got my growth spurts when I was like 12. I grew to 6'4. Holy. Yeah, I know. It was just over the course of like one summer, too. Because I, um, I was always real tall, but I wasn't like 6'4, 6'8. And then one summer, I was just. I just I was like sleeping like every day. Like I'd get up for like three hours and be exhausted. And then, um, I went. I'd like just go to bed and crash out. Wake up again. Go have a feed. Have a massive feed. Get tired again. Go to sleep. And I woke up and I'm like <laughs> after that I was like six four, but I had no control of my limbs. Eh? Like, I was, lost all my speed. I went from like being the fastest kid to the slowest. Oh, like, yeah, it was just too much growth. It took me like eight years to find catch up with it again. Then uh, yeah, then, but then I had another one at fifteen, and then uh, after fifteen. Um, that was when I grew to six eight. That's the height I'm at now. So I was like fifteen at this height, but I would have been oh, yeah, I would have been about ninety kg. So yeah. I was about forty kgs lighter than I am now. So I was running around like real gumby though. Yeah. And then yes, yeah, so I would have been about there, about six six. And yeah. 
14 trying to play under 15s, but yeah, I was rubbish here today. <laughs> well, a good line out option, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I couldn't even catch a line out ball. That's oh, how bad true. I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was terrible. I was um, going to ask you about basketball as well. Did you ever look at yeah. getting into that? But no, obviously, it's a gumby, were you? Yeah. Well, it wasn't like um, the first school that I went to that had a basketball team was St. Kent's, and I went to, on like a, um, a rugby scholarship. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah. For those who don't know, like, you play um, basketball on Fridays, and then like, yeah. you, they obviously you can't go basketball Friday and then play on Saturday. Mm. You're gonna have to pick one. Um, <laughs> that was on a rugby scholarship, so there was nothing I could do. Yeah. So how did you get the rugby scholarship to St Kent's if you were a gumber who couldn't even catch the ball? Oh no, there was um, under 15s was oh, at, yeah. at Triton High School. That was sort of like where I first started playing, and then my uncle um, was at Tutor, and he sort of said, "Yeah, you know, come down." We're just sort of trying to build a first team down here. We'll just see what you know we can do with the boys. And then yeah. we, we had some decent players. You know, um, the Otere, oh, uh, true. Yeah. Manaki. So we were, oh, he yeah. was there. Ere was there. Um, so we like, we had a decent club of players. Um, we all kind of went down there and just gave it a crack. But oh, we, like, none of us really knew the rules. We just kind of turned up there and um, you know, enrolled. Went through like an orientation day, and that, that place was pretty rough. Yeah. Their place, their boarding house here was real rough. It was, <laughs> it was a real, real dusty setup. Like, like, we'd like do about the whole day at school, then we'd do like, um, we'd do morning training. So there would either be gym, run, biking, and then you'd do like this massive exercise, go to um, school, uh, lunch, have a feed. But they'd feed like people my size the same as like, there was like this real short girl. I can't remember her name, but she was honestly about five, five foot. Yeah. And like, so I'd get the same portion as her. And I was like, it's sweet if you're like a five foot girl, like a six, eight dude. I can't function on that amount of food. But if you're lucky, you got seconds. And then, um, then you'd like go do training or go to finish your school. Then you'd do another massive training. And, um, after that, you'd go home and all there was to eat was a loaf of bread and some jam. Oh, yeah. So the boys just used to hammer smash it out. Yeah, we'd just have to smash that and you'd like, you'd be starving because you've been fed the same amount of portion as like a, a little girl. And then the boys would just go home and just delete these uh, peanut butter or some jam and you'd maybe, you'd no, no butter with it. You'd just have to smack it on something and you'd just have it there. Right, that is living. Yeah, that is living. <laughs> and then, how did the scholarship to um, oh, so yeah, kids come read, about? Oh, so I read that. Um, uh, so I played one or two under sixteens. I think I think I was, oh, yeah, yeah, I was. And um, we were hopeless again. We didn't win a game. But um, the the coach at the time, Ty, who's at Counties now, he's, oh, yeah. he scouted a lot of us. He was, um, I think, he was just looking for a tall lock, and obviously me. Being the size I was running around, he was like, this, this dude's 15. Let's <laughs> get that guy. Um, so, the, yeah, he put the contract offer on the table. Um, I was a bit hesitant at first. I yeah. wanted to hang around in the in the Hurricanes region, um, which is you know, where Tutor was at the time. I don't even know if Tutor was still a thing. But, um, yeah, I was, I was pretty keen to hang around there. So there was a lot of, you know, going back and forth between mm. unions. Like, I was having meetings with Turbo's coaches and all that kind oh, of stuff. Just, yeah, it was just um, – just trying to gauge where I wanted to be, and it, like I, I was pretty happy to stay where I was. But um, like St. Kent's had just come off an unbeaten national title run season, so mm-hmm. it would have been stupid not to. Um, at the end of it, my uncle just called me and was like, "Look, like, um, just go to St. Kent's. Like, just I don't know what you're doing with the rest of it, but like, you know, St. Kent's two talk because there was a, there was like a bit of stuff going on behind the scenes at two talk, and I, I can't really talk about that because I don't know a whole lot other yeah. than it was there. 
But yeah, so I ended up going to have a, have a visit there, and it was there was unreal. Eh? Like they're, they're, those school grounds, man, are uh, insane. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went up there, and, and once I was up there, that was it was a beauty. Did you board up there? Yeah. Um, hey, you would have been up to all sorts. Nah, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't surprised they asked me to leave as soon as my <laughs> tenure with the team was up. <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was, it was a crack up though because I, I was like, um. But they, so they, like, they, it was about like Monday, I think, before – no, it would have been like Tuesday or something. And mm. then they just called me and um, money. One of the other boys in the office after we had done it, like, I played our last game. Like, we need you guys to leave. <laughs> I can't say we were surprised. But we, <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a prick, eh? I, like, I used to wait like with the fire hose outside my dorm and just spray kids with the fire hose and, like, as they were walking to the toilets. Because you know, like, in Bruce House, the boarding house, they're, they're, all the toilets down one end. Yeah. There's a dorm, dorm called K-Dorm that's sort of tucked away and you can oh, just yeah. hide in like, the corner there. <laughs> I used to sit there with the fire hose and spray people. Yeah. Go and flip all of them. Like that. Like, everyone, everyone who's been in boarding knows what flipping people is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll, um, the, uh, Rivers Rayhana. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to flip him because oh, he was like the year nine years. Uh, G-Bowl used to flip him. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah they were all G-Bow. young. So like, it was um, in the boarding house. It was it was like the older dudes like me and uh, Sam Nock. Um, oh, yeah. It would have been there as well. Sure, uh, yeah. Stacked, eh? yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I wasn't the best student. <laughs> <laughs> I regret it now, but um, yeah. had yeah. some good times. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was definite memories. Yeah. It was definitely good memories, mate. A lot of people mentioned about your pranks. A lot of questions came in about them too. Um, one of them in particular was, what was going through your head when you were hogtied at school? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, well, that, 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 I bought that on myself. <laughs> I used to get real heated about, um, like, I, so I was still quite gumby. So I, got, I, was, like, I wasn't too mad about the hogtie, but there was someone there who was like, dad, like you know, like ran naked choking me. Yeah. So I was like struggling to breathe. Like, I didn't really mind getting hogtied. Like, you, you know, that shit happens. But yeah. um. It was the dude who was choking me. They got me real angry, eh? <laughs> I don't know who it was. I don't know. I never actually found out who the person was who was like trying to choke me out. Cause I was like, at that point, I was full panic mode because I was yeah. trying to fight for air. So oh, I was yeah. like, please, I don't want to die here. <laughs> so I'm having a laugh, but please don't kill me. And, but they didn't let go of me. So I ended up really in the red, eh? And yeah. then, um, they, they like let me go. And I was just going ballistic at this stage because I was, I was like that far in the red. And then they all took off and ran to the common room down in the quad. <laughs> Fucking, I went nuts there, and I like tore out of these ropes, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was, I was just on a warpath, and I stormed down. <laughs> I was looked down the quad. There used to be like this big set of stairs that goes to the St. Kent's conference. Yeah, and everyone was just looking at me, and I was, must have had some look on my face, like wild eyes, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And they like went to lock the um the thing on me. <laughs> Luckily, my money was there. It's probably the one person in the school who was stronger than me. Yeah. And I went to walk down there and the head of house, um, Mr. Venter, went to try to grab me and I just grabbed him and threw him off me. And I was like, oh, throwing shit. the teachers off. Yeah, I was ballistic. I was oh, that dark. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't really the, the hog tie though. It was the person who was trying to choke me out. Yeah. I never knew who that was because that, that's where I started freaking out because I was like, I can't breathe here. Like, they, please let go of me. Please <laughs> stop trying to choke me and kill me. So I, was, um, so I went down there Luckily money came out And I tried to throw him off And I was like Nah there was no chance I yeah. tried to do it And he just grabbed me And I was like oh, Okay well this Well that's over Well apparently it was um, Matty Graham Williams Who choked you out Oh <laughs> no, fuck no. I was about to say He's going to fucking get it If it's him 
<laughs> no, I, I don't think it wouldn't have been her. It would, it would have been like one of the older boys. It would have been like it might have been Brian. Brian True. and I might have been. I don't know. I don't know. No, um, you just hit super strength mode and just yeah, yeah. They was they're supposed to be the angriest I've ever been. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I'll usually just walk away from a situation if I'm getting angry. You know, I'm just like <laughs> there's nothing, nothing to gain here from me buying up. Yeah. But, well, obviously there, I, I like went full fly, oh, fight or flight mode. Shit, I'd love to see that. Uh, no, <laughs> it doesn't really happen. Eh? It doesn't. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> Oh, good but times yeah, at St. Kent's. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I, honestly, like, the, the way they all locked, like barricaded themselves in the room, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, I must have looked like something savage. <laughs> oh, that's classic. <laughs> and, and the rugby program at St. Kent's is obviously like a full-on professional setup now. Was it like that for you guys back then? Yeah, yeah. It was always like that, um, at least from, from what I could remember. From the boarding house, you know, get up, get in the gym at six AM, yeah. go to school for the full day. Might have lunchtime meetings and stuff, and then yeah. after that, go to train for another couple of hours. You get like one day off a week. Crazy. Eh? Like Wednesday, yeah. It was pretty. Like, that's exactly what it was like. It was like, um, obviously, you couldn't really do like a full kind of super rugby slash NPC setup because yeah. you felt six hours of school in the middle, but. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty professional. That's crazy. It. So then how did the move down to Tasman come about? Um, originally I was going to, because I, I was um, like mates with Eddie, originally like all the boys were just going to funnel down sort of to Lincoln. Oh, yeah. And I, but I didn't really want to study. Like, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't pick it up, I was terrible at school. I was like, no, <laughs> if uni's not going to be any better than the, the shoe doesn't fit. Yeah, me. running around on the field again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying to lap and do laps and stuff. But, um I was yeah, so I, I, I sort of said nah to that, and because I wasn't going to study, um, but I still wanted to come to the Crusaders Academy. That, yeah, uh, the Tasman said we'll take him. I don't even know what that Tassie was a team, eh? Oh, true. <laughs> no, I don't even know Tassie was a team. I had to Google it and see who they were. <laughs> I didn't know who they were. Was like, um, I didn't really understand how the like the regions worked. Yeah. So once once that sort of came on the table, it was, it was just a you know development contract. I was like, oh, sweet, um, you know, it is what it is. I'll take it. But I had to Google who Tasman was because I, I didn't know who they were. And it all worked out in the end. So I was, I was like looking at the team list and I was reading the names. I was like, I don't know why. I don't know who any of these people are. The one dude I knew was Quinny. So oh, I, yeah. um, me and Quinny, the first time I met him, we roomed together for schools camp um, in 2014. And I just walked in and there was this, this huge white dude in the room. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> so, bro? Yeah. Uh, uh, said chur or something and he's just like, Hi, you know, you know Quinny's a real, really, really white. So, <laughs> so yeah, so chur and stuff doesn't roll off the tongue easily for him. So I like chur was a bit of a bit of, bit of something different for him. But yeah, that's so that's where I'm at. But that was I, mean, I say that because that's the, that's who I messaged when I was like, "What's Tasman like?" Oh, it was yeah. the only dude I knew. Um. And he, I can't remember what he said, but he said, yeah, like eventually he was just like, yeah, get amongst. So I was like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, man. <laughs> like, this dude I've met once, <laughs> he said it's all good, so I'm going to trust it and go down there. <laughs> Which was a hell of a decision to make, but yeah, ended up in the right place. So yeah. Good. And what was it like once you got down here? Oh, Jesus. That's when I came into the bush in. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, yeah, nah, that place was dangerous, eh? Were you yeah. living there? Yeah, well, that, like, the, the bushing down the road, like, um, <laughs> I'd got there and, um, like, these, these guys even play footy. They just seem like they're on the piss all the time. <laughs> Who were you there, man? Uh, 
I don't know. I was the Academy for, Boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so sure. it was all Academy Boys. So we were all like, what, 19 years old. Yeah. Like, well, we didn't really, we knew, like, we're probably a wee ways off being able to play some decent minutes for Tazzy. So, you yeah. know, we're just going to do what 19 year olds do and like, be stupid, I guess. <laughs> It took me. A, it took me a little bit of getting used to because obviously coming from a program like St. Cairns where it is real professional, where yeah. like, I'd drink maybe twice a year oh, like, yeah. at the end of the season, in the one A season, end of the full season. I wouldn't even like not even on New Year's and like Christmas and stuff. I wouldn't drink, and yeah. then coming down there to where it, was, it just seemed like it was mother's milk. It was, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a bit of culture shock for me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how long this. I don't know if this will fit, but um, it ended up fitting nicely. Yeah, and I, so I stayed at the Bush Inn for another three years. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was like I was. Like, I'm trying to think who the boys were. Like, obviously, been there for a while. And yeah, you can't really remember everyone, mm. but it was like me. Obviously, me, Quinny, um, Isaac, Shannon, Kane Ames was there for a bit. Nanky was there. Oh, um, all the lads. Yeah, Groovy. Willie, there was all there. There's probably too many to name. Drusa yeah. was there for a bit too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. Those are the only ones I can really remember. The rest of them is sort of like, you know, but if you, if you told a good story, I'm sure they'd pop <laughs> up again. Oh, <laughs> one thing Chris Goodman was talking about the other day was the first time he went around to your house to check in on your fridge and check on your nutrition and <laughs> he opens your fridge. And you've got like just raw chicken unwrapped <laughs> sitting on like veggies and stuff. And he's like, oh, hell, this, <laughs> this isn't yeah, going to nah, end well. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, um, so I've never been much of a chef. <laughs> Thank the Lord I've got a missus who can cook, hey, because I can't cook for myself. But the thing that I can, it just doesn't taste very good. But I know it's not going to taste good, so I'll just eat it. Like, yeah. I'll just force it down and be like, you know what? This You're is, mentally prepared for yeah, a shit Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is going to taste like shit, but you made it, so you can't complain. Just eat it. <laughs> so was that one of the hardest adjustments for you, coming down here and yeah. to start cooking and looking after yourself and those? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, the boarding house at St. Ken's, they do all your laundry for you. All you have to do is throw it in a sack and then it comes back folded in this cubby hole. It's awesome. Right, yeah. Um, they make all your meals, anything outside of that, like if you want to go to the plaza down the road or catch a bus into town and do something, then you can do that with your own money if you yeah. sign out. Yeah. Um, but you don't want for much because everything's kind of done for you, like all your meals and stuff. Mm. Um, all your training equipment, everything, you get access to all these gyms and stuff. And they're massive gyms too. Like the, the one that they've, they've even upgraded it now. I went back, might have been two years ago, and um, just had a look at it. Eh? And I thought, this is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Far out. Another story that I got told about was somehow you broke your hand on the early <laughs> days from a dumbbell. What was this one? <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> I got no insight. I just heard it was a great yarn. Yeah, no. Nah, well, um, so obviously early days, I wasn't getting a whole lot of game time. Um, Bone Ainley and Quinny were um, going hard, and then I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. So I was like, oh, no, I'll do, I'll do a bit of extras. You know, um, I'll go into the gym and do have a workout and stuff. And then me being me, I was, I think I was on a concussion break too. That was when I took my head knocks, but um. I went to, I was doing dumbbells and I was like sort of going hard <laughs> and then um, I hadn't put away the ones for my last set. A stupid move and I went to like, ma- ripped out, maxed it and I was like, ah, dropped them, oh. bang, crunch, <laughs> latest. And now, um, yeah, so I've got uh, some plates and screws in my right hand now. From that. Yeah, yeah, that's no good to me. Wow, that's rookie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what an idiot, eh? <laughs> This is like one of those things where you just think like you need to put science. You find, nah, you shouldn't need to put science to that. Someone will do it. But yeah, I ended up doing it to myself. So I dropped it and I tried, 
I tried to play it off like it was real cool. I yeah. didn't say anything. I was like, no, nah, like it hurt, it hurt, like her bad. Yeah. And I knew it was, I knew it was pretty bad because my knuckle started sinking into my hand. Just because right. it, was, it was a clean break. Like, yeah. But you know, you're meant to have a knuckle. You're not meant to not have a knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was. So I went and got on the piss. Then I, I was like, nah, it's not even sore. Bang, hit a wall. And I was like, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Then after that, I went back into the gym and I tried to play it real casual. My hand was like a balloon. And I went to go rack some weight off the bench press and it was yeah. throbbing. And I was like, nah, I've actually got to do like, There's no way I can do anything about this. It's just that my hand's fully gone. Um, Mate, you don't report injuries until it is worst case. <laughs> eh? Nah, 100%. Otherwise, I don't play you. You don't want to not play. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I yarned to Alex Ainley about that a big bone, and he was like, yeah. "Nah." So what you do? <laughs> this is his wisdom. He was like, "So what you do is you go into the gym, and all you got to do is max out for one rep. So put on heaps of weight, put on too much weight, you know. And it looks so it looks reasonable that you drop that. <laughs> Take the weight off, put the safety rack up, and go drop it, and then go bang when it goes bang, go ah, and then get up and grab your hand, and then like so that's how you cover for it. He reckons. So I was like, I might just have to take that one with me. <laughs> do something down the line. Oh, great advice from Big Bone Ainley. Yeah, yeah, absolute right. legend. Just rack it up and bang. Ow. <laughs> so then somehow in between all that, you had to run out for the Crusaders in the preseason game. Is oh, that yeah. right? All of it. Yeah, about five minutes worth. How was that? What was it like going down there? No, it was a real um, like that was really sort of got used to the pace of, of super because yeah. I was like I was used to playing you know club rugby in Nelson and then you go there and um, just everything everything just happened so quickly. Well, yeah. like if, if um, I feel like I was probably just way too flat in the line because I had like one carry and it was like, literally I could have just like put my arm out and put the ball down and I got smoked, got <laughs> <laughs> driven back. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like there wasn't a whole lot to talk about just because it was I got like five minutes off the yeah. bench. It wasn't like a, a whole bunch of experience, but it was just mm. seeing how fast everyone moves and how fast the ball goes. That yeah. was, it was pretty impressive. So were you just there for the preseason? Did you just train with them? Or? Yeah. Oh no, it was like um, just get called. It was like middle of the year. Yeah, oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like um, because I, I didn't make twenties my year, so um, all of the like other. Top locks like the yeah, Quinnies and yeah, Hamish Dowdells, they all went over the overseas. So I was yeah. still here. Um, I that was when I'd taken another head knock. Um, so I, I wasn't going to go over anyway, but um, so I was the only one here in the region who was like at the time who was in the academy as lock. So they just mm. called me in to come fill in for like two weeks, which was. It was good and bad because like back in the day, you know, you couldn't, you got paid at the end of the month. Yeah. So I took two weeks off work at the start of the month to go fill in there. <laughs> I had like n- nothing to pay for food because I'm like getting paid at the end of the month. So I was like two weeks of bills and rent that I hadn't paid. I had to catch up on once I was there. True. Mate, have you had a few head knocks? You mentioned head knocks. Have you had a few head knocks throughout your career? Yeah, plenty. Well, that's why I started tackling with my chest now. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll tackle high. Yeah. Um, it was because I just couldn't get the timing of it out, like not lower my head into contact, and then I'd find someone's hip bone or someone's yeah. knee or someone's shoulder or something. Um, but I haven't been knocked clean out in a while, a couple of years. The last one I sort of had was against the Blues in the final, where it wasn't. I didn't get knocked out, but I, I just got clipped on the on the jaw as I yeah. ran into a tackle. Yeah, and it was I think it was Hodge Hodgman's oh, yeah. shoulder, and I just you know collected a bit with my jaw and I stumbled back and made another tackle and then tried to get up and I was like hold on I'm a bit dizzy here yeah true because you obviously don't um, 
report any of your injuries. What are you like reporting your head knocks? You'd be nah, because I'm too tall. I can't get away with it. Eh? So yeah. I get up and I'm like stumbling around, oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got no camo to hide from it. <laughs> um, it's when I when I'm dazed, it's real obvious. Eh? So I'll, I'll usually. <laughs> I don't know what say, but usually now I'll just take a knee and pretend yeah. I'm tying my lace or something, or I'll, I'll just give me a couple of seconds because I don't feel like if it's, I don't feel like I need to come off. If it's like you, you know, you just get hit hard and you're a bit dazed. I feel like that's that doesn't really qualify as a concussion. <laughs> if you're a bit dazed, but you're sweet, like you know, game on. But if yeah. you if you if you're actually like stumbling around or like clean out, then you know, obviously come Go off the field. On. Yeah. Do you have any concerns about the whole concussion effects? Of these older guys who are coming out, like the Cal Haymans and stuff, does that sort of scare you at all, or not really? No, not really. Yeah. No. Um, oh, it's obviously no good, but <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> obviously no good, but that's uh, again, it's not on on my plate at the moment. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's something that's going to happen. I've been knocked out plenty of times, but it's. I feel like it's sweet. You're going to be all good. Yeah. I'm actually bulletproof. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what you told the yeah. surgeon. <laughs> yeah. oh. So anyway, uh, back to your Tasman. You obviously, after that, you're still training at Tasman. Talk to me a little bit about your Tasman career, your debut. How did how did your whole Tasman thing start? Um, it was 2016. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the date. I'd have to double check it. No, Lizzie, no good with dates. Um, I might have been about 19. 20 maybe and um i got the call it was against southland it was <laughs> yeah it was, it was, it was against <laughs> <laughs> you laugh <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah um so we, yeah we we're playing against southland um it would have been like the first day before the game i'd just come off my hand surgery um oh, yeah. Yeah. from the weight yeah, yeah from the weight <laughs> thing and then um I got the call and they're like, "Oh, is your hand all good?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Of course, I'm just going to say, "Yeah, it's yeah. sweet," because I know there's a, there's a thin, thin chance I'm going to be able to play then. So I was like, "Yeah, that's all good." And so he was like, "Okay, well, we'll start you." So I was like, "Oh, sweet!" So I got to, I got to lace up and I got to jump on with the boys. And my first touch of the ball, I almost, I almost <laughs> rolled over the back. So I took the kick off and I looked like. It was a real awkward setup. A big Ross Golden old Golden oh, Horse yeah, he yeah. like caught me and like lowered me down and made sure I didn't land on my neck. Because oh. it, it was a close call of the career I almost ended before I started. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my debut and I was, I still didn't really know what to make of the whole thing. So <laughs> Were you like, a nervous guy? Because you're pretty chilled out. Sort yeah, of I was, I was way nervous? more nervous. Yeah, I was way more nervous then. I was way more nervous then because yeah. I don't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. I've, I've never played. I'd never played any kind of Mighty Ten rugby before. So I was, I was a bit packing it in pretty yeah. hard, pretty hard and I didn't really know what to make of it all so um I was still I'd still just meet everyone so I wasn't just gonna like spin some shit yarn <laughs> to them. so I just got up and said thank you and took my coin and sat down again and shut up <laughs> I was still in the back room I was like didn't even have like a place to sit yeah yet so yeah. I was like oh, oh true. yeah yeah I was, I was in the back room and then end of season you obviously came to the fore yeah yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> all this work at the bush end. Uh, that was that was one of the greatest. Man, the place has got memories. <laughs> the walls could talk and probably sell for like forty k. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, after that, that was my first. That was my first cap. Second cap was the semi final against Taranaki. Yeah, and yeah, that that was that was tough. That was my that was like the first sort of arm wrestle kind of game I yeah. had. It was a bit back and forth, but luckily came away with the dub. And then that went. We went to the final that year, and I came off the bench. 
But um, yeah, that started a long list of finals losses to Canterbury. Where we had like like three where yeah. we got eliminated by Canterbury every year. Then we managed to get up in nineteen twenty and beauty. Mate, talk to me about those finals. They're obviously unreal games, and yeah, you're yeah. a big part of them. Oh, they they one like this like weird to say it was like. We, we knew with the players we had, like it was, like, it was ours to lose, yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah, was, you guys well, were stacked. Eh? Yeah, but it was an unreal feeling to go unbeaten because there was some tough games there too. Like yeah. even with the even with the team we had, it was still like a it wasn't always a given. Like well, I think against Harbour on T Park, we were losing for like seventy seven yeah, minutes, and we just right. managed to clutch out in the end. Even that final, there was a moments there where yeah, it was yeah. looking like it could go. Either yeah, way. it could one hundred percent. It was almost it was a blessing and a curse, really, to yeah. have a team like that because it's like you should, but also like if you just if you don't want to do the work, it's not going to happen anyway. Mm. So. And what was the celebration like after that one? I've heard a few stories from Nanki and a few of the boys who have come on, but you're oh. obviously the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh Jesus, there was all sorts of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few bit. I don't want to get myself in trouble. There. <laughs> I want to end up like. <laughs> <laughs> this is very slippery slope, eh? If you go, go one or two ways. I said this to MC before, and he was like, when I put it up, and I was like, this is going one or two ways, and he's like, it's only going to go one way. <laughs> it's only going to go one way if you tell your stories. <laughs> well, let's not ruin your career. Let's just, let's just share that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but the, yeah, the, boy, the boys were massive, eh? There was a few days um, without sleep, and then um, <laughs> we were playing golf. Um, and some, something led to another, and we ended up with our kid off charging around this golf course <laughs> in broad daylight, um, <laughs> trying to trying to hit everything, like trying to like run into our swings and try and smoke those. And yeah, we took a t- terrible photo with all our kid off at the golf course. <laughs> 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 then, yeah, so that ended it terribly. And then after that, I had to get my cousin home, so I chucked Bev in a taxi, and the missus come out and grabbed him. I should have jumped in there too, because as soon as we got back to town, we all tried to get a feed. Oh yeah, and um, still naked. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, got, we had the good sense to get changed. Um, but yeah, we so we, tro- we carted that trophy around, and then we had to do like this parade, eh? and that was a oh, terrible yeah. idea. It was the worst <laughs> idea we'd ever had because we were in bit safe, but the other boys hadn't slept. They eh? were just haggard, we yeah. still stunk. <laughs> it was not smart, and then. Davey had to go somewhere. I can't remember where he went. So Hunty had to step up and accept, like the kid, oh, <laughs> the <true>. kid and Nelson. <laughs> uh, he, like, he started crying. I don't know. What, I don't know what happened. Maybe he lost his voice, or he was like caught up in the moment, or something stuck in his throat. But he, look, it looked like he started crying. <laughs> I was like, well, thank God, I'm not captain. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see going. I would have sound worse than this. <laughs> I, you know, like when I went to Maldives and I was fresh off a of, fresh off a of India do yeah <laughs> I couldn't even say my PPR I was like, oh true yeah, I, was, I was hopeless I was like no 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 I was like no it's not I was like no I was hopeless was that after a Highlanders do yeah yeah um, it was a good times of your life the India do's yeah um, yeah this was probably one of my last ones though, with, a, with a baby on the way with a bit more to change well, you've the pace made the most of it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, trailblaze to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk to me a little bit about the Highlanders. Obviously, the move down there yeah. was, was that a tough decision to move down there, or was that an easy nah, one? It was a pretty easy one. It was a pretty easy one. But at the time, I'd come off. Um, I got signed after a Farmlands Cup game, with like preseason with 
the Satyrs. Yeah. So I played like 30 minutes, managed to do decent enough to impress them, and they're like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll take this kid. I knew at the time, like, there wasn't really much other places to go. Yeah. Like, were, you don't, like, the Satyrs definitely didn't need locks. Yeah. Like, they were stacked. So I was like, oh, you know, for, for, for me, for my career, they made, that's like probably the best move for me. So it was a pretty easy decision to mm. make. So I just, I took off down south pretty, pretty keenly and then just went down there and like, I knew a few, I knew a few people down there, but I, I didn't like, I'd never been to Dunedin before outside of like trips yeah. with Tasman. So I didn't know the whole place too well. And I got a message from one of the boys and he was like, Oh, he like, I was told him I was moving down. I tried to ask him, Dunnes is like, he was like, Oh, you're sweet. Like, you know, it's, it's real good. And then I went to the coaching staff and he was like, Yeah, if you need a place to stay, like, stay with us. So I was like, Oh, beauty. You know, that's like, that's a massive weight on my shoulders. Yeah. I know where I'm going to live now. Turns out he lived in like the middle of, <laughs> of Studentville and like where all the parties <laughs> and stuff are. I think it, was, it might have been Hell Street or something. Or oh, or, yeah. I, I can't remember the exact address he told me, but I, I drive past it regularly now and it just, you can just tell it's like <laughs> an absolute flatty street. Eh? And um, I, t- I told them that's where I was going to live and they just looked at me and shook their head, no, you're not living there. Well, the staff said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they didn't help me suss anything, but they're like, you just can't live there. <laughs> yeah, I, told, I told them the other place and it was, I think it might have been like Castle Street or like, it might have been Dunder Street or yeah. something, like some somewhere right in the mixer as well. And they're like, you're not living there either. Where'd you live? <laughs> I ended up living with Josh Mackay and Kalolo Tuiloma. Oh, so yeah. I ended up living there my first year, which was up in Roslyn. So it was a bit, out, it was a bit out of the mix, yeah. but it was like, you know, better not, place for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> better place mentally probably too. Could they cook? <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I thrived on Domino's pizzas. <laughs> You're nah. a big takeaway man, aren't you? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you smash a lot of takeaways. Uh, is it even pre-game? Is that there's a few rumors that you still smash takeaways pre-game? Yeah. Um, it just depends if I'm hungry or not. I don't really do it anymore. Yeah. I feel like it's starting to catch up with me now. My metabolism is slowing down. Yeah. I can't really crack it anymore. <laughs> I used to be able to. I'd have like 40 skinnies, but I'd be eating Maccas like most nights and stuff. That's but that was, that was, like, no, when was like, this in your career? Like Tazzy or early twenties? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, even at St. Ken's, I'd yeah, yeah, yeah. Take out. I'd eat terribly. I'd eat terribly. It started catching up with me though. It's like in the last couple of years. Yeah. I thought I'd better tone it down so I actually <laughs> watch what I was eating. <laughs> I can't get away with it forever, right? <laughs> so cooking, you back to your raw yeah. chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually wasn't too bad. Like, like yeah. that, that was the year me, me and old J-Mac, Josh McCart, looked after each other pretty oh, well. Yeah, so yeah. we would like sort of do dinners um, together. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we both weren't flash people. We were like pretty pretty humble people. So we were like, we'll just take the, we'll take the meal because it's a meal. Like, yeah. just, we'll just, you know, grateful for that. Um, to, <laughs> if we were cooking for anyone else, it probably would have been terrible. <laughs> Well, we also hammered that Lone Star discount that we used to have. Oh, yeah. So we'd, we'd just go and smash that, abuse that like once a week because you'd yeah. get like a massive feed at Lone Star for like the same price as some Maccas. So yeah. you may as well just go and have the mean feed. 100%. <laughs> and what about the footy um, down there at the Highlanders? You obviously, your form hit new levels down there. Yeah, they're just massive on expressing yourself, really. So yeah. it's like, if you want to play the game a certain way, just make sure you're doing it within like our structures. And as long as you do that, like, we're not going to try and stop you. Just do your thing. So they, were, I, they were, I sort of took that and ran with it. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is beauty. I'll just stick with this. But yeah, I, I, like, I spent the, sort of the first few years just feeling it out, like working and working my way around it. Because obviously, like I said, when I tried that five, wee five minute stint, I yeah. got blasted. It was yeah. terrible. But then just having that time to work on sort of everything and um yeah just get acquainted i guess with the with the level of footy that's what um made that transition easier once i started you know getting more game time and yeah 
So, yeah, just learn to build on the game from there. And look at you now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> look at you now in a knee brace. <laughs> but your form was that good that you did get called into the New Zealand Maldives. You had a couple of good tours away with them. Yeah, yeah. What were they like? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a good front-loading option there, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must have trouble again. What is the front loader? That question <laughs> came in as well. <laughs> so, oh, no, nah, this is going to give you trouble again. Oh, front load the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was, yeah, it was front, <laughs> <laughs> I was front load the week on the beers. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we kind of clued on that they weren't really too keen about it. Like, I don't know what happened the year prior, but I think something must have happened. I, I just oh, heard it was right. over in the or UK something. or something. I wasn't in the team then, so I didn't really know what it was, but they, they were pretty adamant about us not having all the beers in the world. So we were yeah. like, oh. <laughs> a few of us thought it'd be a, a wicked idea to start front loading the weekend, <laughs> just <laughs> boozing up because he had no beers after the game, but he didn't say anything about Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> so. <laughs> So guess what? <laughs> it was such a bad idea. I don't know why I thought it. Now, what, what the other thing was too is I was, I was sort of, I assumed it was going to be like a similar thing to Super Rugby. Yeah. I was, but there's an, another step up, another level. I'm probably not going to get, you know, the t- tab on the shoulder straight away. So yeah. I was, I'm probably going to just be like, you know, watch you from afar and then slowly build into like developing your game from there and then maybe come off the bench at the end of the tour. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it would look like. I just yeah. assumed that coming from my last step up from Midas to Landers, Landers to this that, that's what it would be it took a while yeah yeah um <laughs> i got named to start my first game after like three days on the person <laughs> i was like oh geez i was gonna have to take some serious study and just soul searching <laughs> was that against um america because yeah, that, yeah. That, that was that time i, I slammed the half there. yeah <laughs> talk me through that tackle that's one of the great tackles oh i don't know i was in the red like looking back on it now I, there was a deep voice that said like too slow, big man, or something. Oh, uh, true. So I don't actually think it was him, but yeah. he was just the target of my anger at the time. Because yeah. like, that was my first time doing a huck in a black jersey. So yeah. I, I was that fired up. Eh? I, was, I was almost as mad as the time I got hogtied. <laughs> and then I was, I was just picking my moment. And then I heard someone chipping away at me. And then I was like, but like the contact actually wasn't that heavy. Yeah. So I was like, it, it felt like you could do like the, the contact wasn't that massive and then I got my hands on them through the middle of a ruck I yeah. don't know I don't know the, if that was entirely legal but I got away with it yeah until I slammed him so I just picked them up and then um, I don't know what went through my head but I just wanted to send them through the turf so. <laughs> and just banged them through the ground and then um after that, I was like, you're an idiot. You probably shouldn't have done that. I don't know why I did that too. I was just like, I'm not going to hit you, but I mean, no one's going to hit someone in a rugby game. Yeah. It's a straight red card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, know, you, you just you cost your team massively just for doing something <laughs> like throwing a punch. So you got a yellow for that, was it? Was it? A yeah, yellow? I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't think that was. It wasn't you know, too bad. Yeah. Eh? Well, because you came down, I came down with him. I didn't like just try. Smoked him. Yeah, yeah. It was just the fact that I was about twice his size and coming down with all my weight on him that it was pretty, pretty untidy. But in terms of legalness, um, I'm pretty sure that was a legal tackle. It was just that I tried to hurt him. <laughs> it was a mismatch. Yeah, yeah. It was just a mismatch. <laughs> Oh, one of the greats. And that Maldives tour, what's it like being on that camera? You guys always seem to get along pretty well. And Yeah. Nah, it's me, you know, it's me being Maldives myself. Um, that's 
it was it was weird going back to an environment that was that was a Maori environment. Obviously, going from St Ken's to Nelson, which is yeah. a very Maori environment. Breathing with Quinn, yeah. <laughs> the bush ends, not a very Maori environment. Um, but yeah, then going back to there, it was it was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. It was mean. It was mean. Um, yeah, it was it was the first time since oh, I was like 12 and I was back in a Maori environment yeah. and it felt good eh? it felt real good yeah, I don't really know how to explain it other than yeah. that. it was just it was refreshing yeah. and what are your plans going forward obviously you've got this for the next yeah. 12 to 7 months what are, what are the plans after that have you got goals are you looking to stay in New Zealand are you want to go overseas um, but I'm, pre- I'm pretty keen like to, to jump ship um, yeah. mainly like obviously financially that's that's a, a better move just with a kill on the way I was yeah. like I, was, I may as well just you know make make a pretty nest while I can um that's that was where my headspace was sort of at but then obviously my missus isn't too keen I'm trekking across the world and yeah. living a new life so she was like no that's where we're at now so it, it could go either way really yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing set in stone either way like just because I want to do something doesn't mean she does and just because she wants to do something we just got to find that you know the middle mm. ground um, pros and cons to both eh? yeah yeah well that's it there's pros and cons to both staying or going really it's a win-win it's a win-win mm. like, there's not really a bad option to take so once once I sort of get through that then that's when I can announce something but for now all I've really got on my table is like making sure my knee comes out sweet come back for Tassie yeah yeah and you've, this was this your last year with the Highlanders no, one more oh, year. you got one, one more year. year. Oh, okay. So I'll be doing my rehab down there. Yeah. see through that. Oh, yep. nice. How good. And what about your um, plans for after footy? I know you don't really address things before you get there, but um, yeah. is it sort of the approach you've had with life after footy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, I was. I don't know. That's one of the other things I've probably got to yell to the missus about because I'm pretty happy to go back down the coast and just cruise. Um, yeah. It'll do. It'll depend on like what – the family situation is yeah. obviously though, because I love I love home, but it's not the new utopia that. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a whole lot of opportunities there, um, but yeah. So that'll be like, I guess, the setting down roots really. Mm-hmm. Um, once I know what I'm doing, I'll take it from there. But yeah, just take a big guess. And just, <laughs> just go I'll, with whatever. Yeah, comes. Wing it, wing it. I'll just ride the wave when it gets here. <laughs> Oh, I like it. Anyway, mate, as always, we've gone to the Instagram for some questions and, <laughs> mate, putting this up while the boys are on a bender, <laughs> we've got a heap of questions come through for you. A few normal ones, though. What does Putty wash his hair with? <laughs> I feel like I know who asked this. Was this Ashley? Um, Greeny Spanx? Yeah, that's Ashley, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I told her, because she's the one who does my hair, so oh, I'd yeah. always tell her that I wash it with, like, dish soap. Apparently that's real bad for it. I didn't know that at the time, but it came into my head with like wire one time. And she's like, what the fuck have you been doing with this shit? And I, I put like buy a hand soap and shit into it. And then you don't do that. <laughs> that's not what you do. <laughs> I didn't know any better. I thought it was all good. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good stuff. Okay, next one. How's locking with Quinn Strange? <laughs> This was asked by Quinny or something. <laughs> nah, you think so, but it wasn't. Um, no, he's all good. He's all good. I don't really think I've locked with anyone and I've been like, this sucks. But he's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, who's yeah, a bad lock? Yeah, no, I don't actually think there is one. I've never locked, like, locked with someone who's terrible. Yeah. Um, no, nah, Quinny's all good, eh? Quinny's all good. He's real smart. He's got the brains for it. Um, he, you know, <laughs> it's mean because I was like, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah. I'll just go, Quinny, Quinny, what play is this? <laughs> Just go around to the third rock, cunt. <laughs> All 
<laughs> count the rocks, one, two, three. Okay, go. You know, take off. <laughs> see, 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 see. You know, everyone thinks I know what I'm doing. I usually don't. <laughs> oh, Quinny, he's crucial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he keeps the engine well oiled. Yeah. Okay, um, next one. Tell me how you started the R&V riots. Now, this sounds like a yarn. Because <laughs> 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 there were a few people who were already like running into the fence. Nothing was really happening. No one was really buying in. What was that? So what, what was happening? Nah, so this was like, so the 2014 riots. So this is going back what, seven years now. Yeah. Um, Quick mass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I'm good at my seven times, but terrible at everything else. There are multiples of seven real well, but nothing else. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we sort of knew what was going to go down. Someone, like, someone kind of told us earlier on in the day, clear out your stuff because things are going to go crazy tonight. And then. What had happened to start the riots? Or what was. Yeah, well, that's, that's sort of where things escalated. Oh, yeah. Someone threw a can, and I remember it smoked the girl in the head. And then, like, the crew that she was with we're obviously like what the fuck like you just threw a can over yeah, the yeah, fence yeah. and smoked this check like so everyone sort of got g'd up from there and everyone decided that they were going to rush the fences um and after a bit of running back and forth everyone just sort of started smoking the the big dividing fences between all the camps over and after that all hell broke loose so oh, it was carnage i was lucky i was a dude and i'm like the size i am because it would have been scary if i was small <laughs> i mean terrifying um but then, <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, but then after that, I, I had a goon sack taped to my head. So I, was, I was charging around with this goon sack at 18 years old with my shirt off. I had like, no, I don't think even, I don't even think I had any cat on. I might have had some budgies. So I was a six, eight retard with a goon sack tied around my head, charging around, tackling people and like throwing tents. I, was, I honestly felt like the whole, because like, they'd just rip the tents out with their pins and you'd throw it there. Yeah. And you'd run around again and you'd find something else. <laughs> at one point there was like a circle you know those like um like hunting buggies yeah there was one of those and they flipped it and i decided i was going to stand on it and start a chant so i was like standing on it stomping <laughs> the cans were getting real close because people were just throwing shit everywhere so i was like feeling like i'm just painting a big target here yeah so i ran up a tree <laughs> i ran up a big tree by the, by the beach and um started throwing pine cones at people <laughs> A big pine tree, so I started biffing pine cones at people in the big riots and like, um, Jesus, this is lace. This yeah, is- <laughs> I know. Then I started, then I don't know why, but I was real charged. So I thought it'd like the easy way to get down would be to hug the tree and just slide down. But yeah. the bark was that sharp that it just shredded all up my body. Like, like <laughs> so I was running around like nude with this goon sack taped duct tape to my head, cans taped to my hands, covered in scratches, like blood dripping off your body. yeah, blood dripping everywhere. Look. And I, 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 someone interviewed me. I don't know why, but um, yeah. Then I got I got sick of that, so I charged down the like. There used to be like this little drag full of like customer service kiosks yeah, and shit. Yeah. And I started flipping the customer service kiosks. <laughs> Mate, who interviewed you? We need to find this. <laughs> be one of the. Great I don't know. I, I don't know. I honestly can't remember. But I remember someone holding it to my face and uh, trying to have a yarn to me, and I just uh, like, I can't remember what I was doing. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the the all the like. I, could tell the story in a lot more detail maybe for the first three or four years after it because I could remember it a lot clearer. Yeah. Now it's like, sorry. I was 18, now I'm 25. <laughs> it's just been too long that I can't remember all the details and what went down. I just remember the main parts. Right, to be honest, it's probably enough detail. I think you've got pretty good detail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but, that's, uh, yeah the, that's good stuff. That's... Finer details, a bit hazy. <laughs> no, that'll do. Wow, we. 
That is some yarn. And that answers a few others about the pine cones and the trees and a few other questions that came yeah. in like that. Um, ask Putty about his SKC Leavers hoodie named Lisa Ann. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big um, fan. Yeah, he's a big fan of her work. Um, so, so is, who is Lisa? <laughs> well, she's a lovely actress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think they'd do it, right? I was like, I was taking the piss. And <laughs> oh, right, I'll, right, I'll check this. I should have not, like, because you're not allowed to put, like, swear words and stuff on the back yeah, of your, yeah, your yeah. Leavers hoodies. So I'm like, oh, I'll see if this will work then and put Lisa in. <laughs> They did it and they printed it for me and I've got their hoodie today. I don't fit it anymore, but I've still got it. Go down. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, this one's from Maddie Graham Williams, actually. Are you actually Cruella? <laughs> I just got bored, eh, to be honest with you. That's cool, eh? Well, I, was just, uh, I was sitting at home and then I messaged uh, Granny Spanks and I was just like, what do you reckon? Should I just dye half of it white? It yeah. doesn't turn out white because my hair's too dark. But she was like, I don't, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> I don't do things that people think I should do. Yeah. Or the opposite. Right. So I painted my nails too. <laughs> You'll, this will be a new trend in probably five or six years. <laughs> eh? All the All Blacks will have it. So, like, someone will do something that? like that. Eh? And I'll, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. So you were a big nail polish man. So, uh, what, what, what was the reason behind that? Was that just to do something different? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. actually know. I, there wasn't any reason to it. I just kind of did it once and then was like, did it for six months and I decided it was boring. <laughs> it was too much admin. Yeah. That's probably what happened with us. I'll just get bored of it and shave it off. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, well, that was fun growing there for three years. <laughs> yeah, because you had some pretty cool braids the other day too. Yeah, so yeah. You're well, happy to just mix it up with whatever yeah. whatever goes, eh? Yeah. Well, like, if, if I do the same thing too many times, I just get sick of it. Mm. So if I'm just doing the same braids or the same color hair, the same whatever it is, nails or something, I just get sick of it and yeah. then I'll just pass it. Pass it on for a minute. And yeah, I'm done with that. So yeah. I'll just leave it behind. Cool. Um, so yeah, just my hair. I just try and mix it up enough to the point where I'm just not too sick of it. And yeah. just decide everything's gone. What's the next? What's the next one coming? <laughs> I don't know. Kenna is running. Kenna. Okay. Um, who was your favourite teammate from the Highlanders? Oh, that's a stitch up <laughs> question, eh? <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll keep it professional and we'll say on the field. Um, yeah, it'll probably be Nug. He's, he's real good at what yeah. he does. So, um, yeah. When he does, cause he's so good at what he does, it makes the everything around him sort of function so much yeah. better as well. So we'll keep it professional. Say That's a good professional answer. I like that. Okay. Why is it that you seem to be the only one who vibes with the DMB before setting a scrum at Foresight? Uh, that, that's just um, I came over there because I was just like I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna try get some energy in me and nothing gets energy on like a bit of DMB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just listening to music zone out and you don't think about how your heart's racing and you're tired as at the moment. Just start vibing to the song. You like this song now? Yeah. Go to scrum. <laughs> now back to prison. Go to the scrum. Do your job. Okay, uh, two more thoughts on Japanese food by your Japanese cousin. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I've got um, Japanese cousins. I don't see them hell of a lot because they're in Sydney. They don't really come home. So yeah. um, <laughs> I haven't tried the Japanese food they're made. But, um, It'll be better than that stuff you've been cooking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Best piece of advice you've received? 
on oh, no. I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of people, so it's, I have to try and think of something. Or even something from yourself can yeah. can be an OG party <laughs> advice. <laughs> um, probably a bit of Pearl from Quinny, Quinny on the piss. He was like, don't let rugby define you. <laughs> I never had, but... It's you know, a good yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a real sloppy Quinny impression. But that, yeah, that was, that was what he said. And it was like, oh, I suppose it's true. Like, yeah. If you hang your hat on the result of the game every day, you're going to win and lose some games. Mm-hmm. And you know, not only that affect you, just you got bigger things to worry about now. But, I think that was probably one of the better things for me too that happened from my transition from moving down to Nelson yeah. to like sort of where I'm at now, where I'm sort of starting, got a young family on the way. Um, well, when I first rocked up here, obviously only knowing one person, um, you, you kind of, you like, you don't really have any responsibilities anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing else really to put yourself into other than your, your footy. Um, there's times going on though, and I've, like now, I've, you know, I've got other things to worry about. You've got, the dog at home go home dog's always happy to see you it's beauty. yeah yeah <laughs> mumsy's barring up at you your dog's always happy <laughs> but, he doesn't uh, yeah, care yeah. if you've had a shit game yeah, yeah you know, your mother doesn't care if you had a shit game she, was, she just wants to help on the couch with me but yeah um yeah then you got obviously mumsy at home and she's you know you, the other things to worry about you pick things to do than worry about code all the time yeah um so yeah i suppose best piece of advice would be that um and that's sort of my example of transitioning from just being a teenager into like you know playing full full time footy now. Yeah, mate, how good's that advice? Yeah, oh, yeah. Quinny, no, <laughs> Quinny has helped you out big time with calls yeah, yeah. and advice. Yeah, I know, hundred percent. He keeps the wheels on the track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Uh, that is some um, yarn. Shit, there's some stuff in there. <laughs> I'll have to digest through that. That was bloody, um, bloody impressive stuff. <laughs> Really appreciate you coming on the podcast, um, especially the morning of the bender. So, um, yeah, thanks for giving up your time and coming on and sharing your... It's not like I've got much to do anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bedridden and if I'm just putting those bags in that room there, then I'm done. You're all done with Hixie. But um, good luck with the recovery and um, good luck. uh, Hopefully have you back firing for Tasman next season. Appreciate you coming on, horse. All good, all good, all good. Lad. What a lad, what a lad, what a lad, what an absolute lad